And tonight, uh, we're in, normally we do series, but right now we're like, no series this weekend. So the pastors get to preach what they want, which is kind of cool. And uh, I'm just going to give you the uh, intro to my message and why I got to this. Um, I can remember probably close to 10 years ago, having this question asked of me by another pastor. He was, says, Hartley, what's your message? And I didn't have an answer straight away. I'm like, oh, what's, what's my message? He's, yeah, what's, what's your message? Most preachers you know, have a message or it's just kind of, it's them. And I'm like, oh, and it made me think, what's, what's my message? I think about uh, senior pastor, Pastor Phil, and uh, I think if there was a message, you know, one of his big ones would be the message of faith. That is the message that he just carries in his heart. He lives it out. He preaches it all around the world. It's like one of his core messages. And uh, it made me think. And then I thought about it. I thought, what's my message? And I'll tell you, one of my messages is this, God's faithfulness. Pastor Mick mentioned it in the offering today about that he is faithful. And you know what? He is faithful. And that's one of my messages. I was a very young boy. I was 12 when I knelt uh, down by my bedside and invited Jesus into my heart. And I've done uh, my best to follow him every single day since that day. I've, I've been on the pathway of following him. That moment I made him Lord of my life, I invited him into my life. I've been following him every day of my life since. And I can just say he is faithful. He is a good God. And I'm so grateful for what he has done in my life. And what I wanted to preach on tonight is a message that's kind of around uh, God's faithfulness when we truly follow the paths that he places before us. And I've got a bit of a title that we can bring up that will, uh, will kind of come around and you'll understand it about it's around the corner. It's around the corner. Because I believe with all my heart that there are great plans in the big ticket items of life, but also the small stuff for those who have Jesus Christ in their life and for those that follow him and his way. Because I have lived it out for all of my years since I received Jesus Christ. I tried to cheat myself with my maths and my notes. I put, you know, for the last 28 years of following Jesus, and then I'm like, I got saved at 12, and I'm like, that's 40. I'm 41. I went, oh, no, I've got to put another number onto that. So for 29 years, I have seen the goodness of my God. He has come through for me time and time and time again, and I just know I'm living out in my life, the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God. And I want to encourage us here tonight that it's for all of us. It's not like, oh, that's just for the pastor. No, that is for each and every one of us. That's the way that God wants to lead us. He wants to lead us on a good path. He wants our life to be good. He wants us to be fruitful. He wants us to be reaping a harvest and, and blossoming. He loves that. He loves to see his children happy and joyful and, and full of the good things of God. He loves that. He is a heavenly father who loves his children and he wants that. He wants that for myself and he wants it for you. He wants that. And I want to encourage us in that because I know my God. I know his character. I know his love. And because he's proved himself time and time again, I'm confident for my future and I want to help you to be really confident for your future. My family had the great joy of doing a trip to America recently and uh, we spent a few weeks in California and there was a couple of times where my kids got to experience McDonald's in America. Woohoo! Would love to have given them some other cultural things, but 
But why do they want to go to McDonald's? Can I tell you why? Because McDonald's has proven itself to be faithful and true to them before. Very faithful and very true. And they might be a 14-hour plane ride away, but they know that when they go to McDonald's, those chicken McNuggets and those fries are going to be good and faithful to them yet again for time 4,623. They know that. So what did they keep saying? Can we go to McDonald's? Can we go to McDonald's? They know that. In my life, I know what God's done in the past so I can be confident that he's going to do it again in the future. He's going to do it again in the future. And sometimes all I've got to think about, all we've got to try and do is just kind of go on his pathway, go in the ways that he calls us to go. And I know sometimes it's hard, but we've just got to do our best to do it and do it well. And those paths lead to a good place. They lead to a good place, which I am really excited about, that they do lead to a good place. We keep going after these things. We keep positioning ourselves well. And when we do that, get excited. Get really excited for what He will do for you and your life as we choose His way, as we choose the God way, as we go after the pathways that He would place before us. It's the place where we find ourselves producing fruit. We find ourselves reaping a harvest. It's the place that we truly go to. We find ourselves in a good place, in a good place. And I love being a pastor because I just love people and I love seeing people doing well in life. It brings me so much joy. I love it when someone comes up to me and they've, you know, they've had a breakthrough in life and they've, they've finally met the person in their dream. They've finally you know, been saving up. They've bought themselves a, a car. When they've, when they've got the house, when one of their family members gets saved, when they finish and graduate out of university, when they get their dream. I love these things. I love seeing people come to me with the good stories. It is the greatest joy for me. I love it. But pastoring also have moments of sadness because sometimes I see people and they're tracking kind of well and then all of a sudden they do a big detour and I'm like, oh, you were probably so close to the breakthrough. You should have just held in there. You should have just kept going on that pathway because I know where those paths lead. I know when God places a path before you and you walk on it, I know they lead to good places. Get back on. Keep going because God will lead you to a good place because He's a good Father. And I, I just want people to do that because I know His ways are good. And I want people to experience the goodness of God in their life. I want that. I love seeing that. So I just want to encourage us tonight to get excited for what's around the corner. Because I'm believing as we stay on the pathways tonight, there are just mighty things before us. And the thing about a corner, you can't always see it coming and then you turn and you go, oh, there it is. And sometimes I know the road's a little bit longer than what we want. And sometimes we lose patience. But I tell you what, if we just hold the line, we'll get there at some point. God will come through. It's just in His nature. He's so good at doing that. Just hold the line. Just keep going because it's going to come. It's around the corner. And let's not settle for second best, get taken off the path with distractions. Let's 
not just go with the flow of society. Let's just be believers in Jesus Christ, knowing in the power of His Word, believing in Him, and we can end up where He wants us to be. Proverbs 4.18. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter until the perfect day. Don't you love it when you read a scripture and you kind of go, that's for me. I don't know how many years ago I read that scripture, but I claimed it as one of mine. I'm like, that's the life of Hartley Frederick Taylor. That's me. I'm going to keep shining brighter. I'm going to keep following in his ways. I'm going to have a testimony. I haven't got a testimony of being a drug addict and doing that. I've got a testimony of just following on that pathway. And it is a good story. It is a good testimony because my God is good and my God likes me, which I like. You know, earlier in this chapter, it says, it's talking a little bit about wisdom and getting good instruction, and, but it says a few verses in verse 14 before this one, do not enter the path of the wicked. Do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. So it's talking about this path of the just, but before that, it's talking about a path that isn't so good. You see, so often there's choices and there's paths that lead to good things, and there's paths that kind of don't. We need to go on the good path because people only build paths because they go somewhere. And if God has a pathway for you, He has a path for you to travel, there's going to be some good things on that path. There's going to be good things. So get on that path. Get on that path and be really good in life at just trying to you know, do the right thing, get on that pathway, do all you can to keep finding it. Keep finding that good path. It's, it's really good. And sometimes we've got to not just follow the paths that the world's getting on, not just follow the path that our flesh wants us to get on. They don't lead to good places. But the paths that He would have for us, they're good paths. The Bible often talks about the straight path. It's not always easy, but it's worth it. It's not always easy, but it's so worth it. I can remember as a, like a high school student, and I, as I said, received Jesus as a young boy, and it wasn't always easy to follow that path, particularly when like no one else in the group's following it, and you're like the only one, and it's a little bit lonely sometimes. But I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad that I just did my absolute best. And I wasn't perfect, and I had bad days, but I tell you what, it was just the conscious decision to always follow the truth of the Word of God and get on the path that He would have for me. And I'm glad that I did and I feel like I'm bearing fruit in life because I did. The good path, the one that God has laid down for us. It's a good place to go because there's choices all the time. And I believe the choices on the good paths are when you choose truth, when you choose integrity, when you choose forgiveness, when you choose the right person to date, when you choose not to have another drink, when you choose to say no to that business partner you know is unequally yoked, when you choose to resist the gossip, when you choose to say no to the party that you know is not good for you to be at, when you choose to say no to watching the inappropriate movie. There, Things like that are where we get the choice. What will we choose? What will we choose? And what I find is you start choosing the good ways, your appetite for 
just truth and the goodness and, and for God and, and all those things, it starts, you're like, this is good. You start tasting that. Taste and see the Lord. Taste and see that He is good. And it just start, starts, this is good. I'm feeling better on Sunday morning than the guys that went to the party last night. Uh, you, there's things you can do in your life and it starts to choose good and it starts leading to a really, really good place. Psalms 119. It's out of the message version. Starts off by saying, You're blessed when you stay on course, walking steadily on the, revo- the road revealed by God. I love that. You just, you're blessed when you stay on course and you're on that road. And I think there's things we can do to stay on the road. Listen to the Holy Spirit, because there are a lot of times where we've just got to listen to that still, small voice. And follow that, because that's leading us frequently onto that good place, the on-course place. Sometimes ask God, if you're not sure, oh, it's like a fork in the road, or just pause and ask God. Just ask Him, God, which way should I go here? Would you lead me here? I want to hear from you, God. Like, when we speak like that to God, God's really good at guiding and leading us. He loves us going to Him. Not just trying to do it in our own strength, but say, yeah, God, be with me here. Sometimes to find ourselves on that right path, we've got to uh, go and ask some other people. Go to your connect group leader. Go to someone who you can say, hey, can got some choices here, some decisions. Can, can you help me here? God puts good people around our lives. And sometimes we've got to put ourselves in that place, but we ask them because they're going to help us. They're going to ask, they're going to help us on this journey. And sometimes just go and put things up against the Word of God. That'll often lead you. So you're blessed when you stay on course. goes on to say you're blessed when you follow His directions, doing your best to find Him. That's right. You don't go off on your own. You walk straight along the road He set. He's setting the roads. You, God, prescribed the right way to live. Now you expect us to live it. Oh, that my steps might be steady keeping to the course you set, then I'd I'd never have any regrets in comparing my life with your counsel. I thank you for speaking straight from your heart. I learned the pattern of your righteous ways. Isn't that good? You learn the pattern of the righteous ways. As you walk with God, you start to make the right decisions. You're understanding the way God would want you to go, and you, you get really good at just finding yourself on that right path. I'm going to do what you tell me to do. Don't ever walk off and leave me. So choose the right way. Go there. Go there. It's, it's as we do it, as we do it, we're just leading ourselves. You might be here today and say, oh, it's, can that get boring? There's nothing boring <laughs> about living your life for God, the creator, the great I am. When you live for him and you do his ways, that is the most exciting thing on earth. People think pursuing the things of the world is exciting. What does it all lead to in the end? They come to this earth naked, and guess what? They leave this earth naked. It's about storing up riches in heaven. It's about leading others to Christ. It's about being all that we can be in Christ, because that stuff really matters at the other end. It's not boring. It's the best life ever. It is incredible to live for Him and do it His way. And do it how he wants us to go. I love that. And as we do that, 
It's just a blessed life. As he's faithful, we see him come through. He supplies, as Mick said in his little Arabic words. I didn't remember it, Mick. You're going to have to give me some more lessons. He's good. And I love it. So what happens if you find yourself sometimes on the wrong path? I don't want to remind us how good God is and how much he loves to help us get on the right path. If we find ourselves on the wrong path, he wants to. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a work situation. Tangled up in some things or there's some addictions. We're in church here tonight because the power of God is here. And he can help you. You might be struggling and you might have struggled with something for years or even decades. Tonight can be your night. Tonight can be your night where you get off one path and you get on another path. And God helps you to get there and you start like a new chapter here tonight. Who believes that that would be good? Like a new chapter, a new way of doing things, a new way of looking at things here tonight for you. Because He is a redeeming God and He loves to do that. You might be here tonight, you feel like, oh, I think I'm on the right paths, Hartley, but things aren't working out. I just want to encourage you to just keep going. His timing isn't always our timing, but I'm believing with you and for you that the faithfulness of God will still shine through. It's going to come. And for you, it's probably just around the corner. When I was about, I think I was 17 years of age, I got invited to go away on a surf trip. Now, I'm very aware that I may be the only surfer in the building here right now. But when you surf in the waters and the beaches of Sydney, it gets really crowded. So from first thing in the morning to like last bit of light of the day, there's just, there's like thousands of surfers at most beaches. And you're just always out in the water with lots of people and you don't know them. And and when someone invites you up the coast to a bit of an isolated spot, you're like, this will be good. You jump at the opportunity. And I can remember getting invited to a place um, about a three, well, normally about a three and a half hour drive up the coast. Uh, and all I was told is, Hartley, we're going to Yagans Beach. Anyone been to Yagans Beach? I didn't think so. It's very isolated. And I'd been to the beach just near this place once or a couple of times on a camp, but I'd never driven there. It was when I didn't have a license. And I'd just get on a bus and you just get out. And this uh, Friday night, myself and two of my best friends were, went on this little surf adventure. And uh, it was Friday night, so we got stuck in all the traffic leaving Sydney and up the freeway, and it was just taking forever. And then I get somewhere in the vicinity of where I knew this beach was, and there was a bit of a problem with the road because uh, back in this day, the bitumen road turned into a dirt road. And I had a fully sick mate, hotted up, Ford KB Laser, lowered, exhaust system, like, she was sick. And... uh, and I don't know why a surfer would have that vehicle. I really don't know what came over me. But anyway, this is my car of choice as a 17-year-old. It was my brother's influence, so I'll forgive him one day. And I remember when I got to this road, it was so late at night. It was like 11 o'clock. I was exhausted. I'm a P-plate driver. And then I hit this road. And as I went from the bitumen uh, onto the dirt road, it was almost like, I don't know how it did this, this natural dirt road, it was almost like it was corrugated um corrugated um, iron, like it was like, buh, 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 buh. and as I went off the bitumen onto that, in this little car, like hot it up, lowered, I started going, <laughs> and I'm driving along going, this is driving me nuts, so you kind of had to do about 20 to go, ding, 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 
And I was so tired. I'm like, I'm, I, and it was just taking forever to get to this beach. And then I figured out something that if I kind of floored it and I got some speed and momentum, all of a sudden the like really annoying bips, you kind of go past it being really bad and then you'd start kind of jumping over it and it was like pretty sweet. Well, I've got a bit of an image here of the road that I was on. If we can pull up, have we got that other image? Yep. So see this road? I was on this road cruising. By this time, it's getting very, very late. See this little green thing down here? That's the camping ground. So this road was the road that I started to hit maximum speed in my Ford car, but I had a problem. Number one, there was no road signs. It's like just like bush bashing on this dirt road. And if you see this road here, it takes a fairly serious turn to the left. So as I'm flying along in this little black, hotted up, yeah, yeah, I'll let someone else say that because in the office this week, I know Emma's just going to pay out about my little, my little thing. As I'm f- driving quite quickly because I'm tired and I just want to get there and skimming over these bumps, I get up to this corner and I got to like there and I realise this road just bends and bends and bends and I completely lose control. Do you know how everyone says that it can like all of a sudden slow down? It slowed down and I'm like, like sidewards going, I'm dead. Uh, I, all I'm looking at is trees and this big stump. And I'm like, ah! and then all of a sudden, boom. And, I, uh, and the car was just silent for my two friends. And I'm like, I didn't hit anything. What had happened was the ranger, so many cars had wiped out on that corner that he went and built like a massive sand pit. God bless the ranger. God bless the ranger. I should have been into the trees. The car would have been written off. I would have been very embarrassed. I think the embarrassment's worse than anything else. But Ranger Stacy, I don't know what his name was, <laughs> but he built a sand pit because so many cars. And it saved me. Like the car was seriously like, if you drive at speed sideways into a big sand pit, the thing just buries itself. So for like the next almost hour, the three of us are trying to get the car out. And I couldn't believe, but that's like, I'm literally like 150 metres from the campsite, from the destination. But I got stuck. I was impatient and it didn't work out too well. Thank goodness I didn't run out. But I want to encourage us here tonight. For some of you, you've got a little bit impatient. You've steered off the pathway, but... Ranger Stacy, our God is there. He's put some sand pits. He might have hit of it. You're going to get out of it. You just start that engine again and you can get to your destination. You can get to your harvest field. You can get to your breakthrough. Whatever God has for you, it's not too late to just get the thing back on. When I arrived at the camping ground that night, because this car had a very, very loud exhaust, the guy I was meeting was like, was that you I could hear for the last hour? Because we were like starting the engine, rum, 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 trying to get it out of this sand pit. Anyway, I made it and we had a good time in Jesus' name. But you can get back on the track because you just never know when something's going to happen and it's also going to happen suddenly. You might be on that path and you're like, oh, when am I ever going to, when's the breakthrough? When am I ever going to meet? When am I ever going to get the job? When am the house ever? Just keep going, keep going. I'll get the band to come up. Like even Saul, one day he goes out to search 
for donkeys. Next thing he knows, he's been identified to be a king. That's a pretty big upgrade. Like donkeys, his dad's like, we've lost some donkeys. Go and grab a friend and go out. And Samuel sees him and the Lord's spoken to Samuel. It says it in 1 Samuel 9, 15. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear the day before Saul came, saying, tomorrow about this time I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin. You shall anoint him commander over my people Israel, that he may save my people from the hand of the Philistines. For I've looked upon my people because their cries come to me. So when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said to him, there he is, the man of whom I spoke to you. This one shall reign over my people. I just love how God works sometimes. I think about David. He went from hugging sheep to also a bit of a king. But just be encouraged. might look impossible now for some of the things you're going for and you're dreaming for and you're pursuing. But we serve a good God. And he's faithful, isn't he, Mick? He's very, very faithful. And it's just the way he is. So just keep going. Just keep going. If you're off the path tonight, get back on the path. You might be on the path on a lot of areas of life. You just know there's something just not right. Can I encourage you to just bring it back? Sometimes it takes courage. And sometimes it's hard work. But if you're feeling the Lord speak to you here tonight of something that's just kind of gone gone off track, I'd encourage you. Just obedient to that little calling and say, yeah, I've got to get this right in my life. I'm going to get this right. I'm going to just restore it here tonight in the presence of God because He's going to come through because the path that He wants you on, I want to remind us it's a good path and it is leading to a good place. As I finish here tonight, I'm I was going to play it, but I won't. But there's a song I've been listening to called A Beautiful Story. And in this song, it talks about words like this. You write a beautiful story from glory to glory, beginning to end and in between, orchestrating everything for good. You know what is best and you are not done yet. You work all things together for good like you said you would. You're not done yet. You make a way where there is not a way. He's good. He's really good. And that's who here tonight, we're here to worship. We're here to glorify. And I just want to encourage you. Get on the path. If you're on the path, stay on the path because you do not know what's going to come around the corner. He loves surprising His children. He loves coming through for His children. He's a magnificent God. He's magnificent.